Welcome to the Sea Press Podcast, a podcast from the Presbytery of Seattle that invites you into conversations about issues and topics that are meaningful to the church and its people. I'm Eliana Maxim, and I'm here with Scott Lumsden. We're the co-executive presbyters for Seattle Presbytery. And we thought we would take a little audio review of what's going on through the Presbytery and share with all of our commissioners and any other interested parties. Instead of giving you a written report, you get to hear our sonorous and mellifluous sounds of our voices. How do you like those? Wow, that's just some big words. Not bad for ESL. Um, I think the first thing, Scott, is we've got uh, some staff changes that um, maybe you want to share. Yeah, sure. I'll take a take a stab at this. So uh, first, welcome uh, to Paul Kim, who joined our staff a couple months ago um, from SPU. And he came on to help out with the uh, Thriving uh, Congregations Initiative. And we also, and some uh, property discernment uh, questions that uh, the Presbytery has to wrestle with uh, as we move forward. And so those are two areas that he'll be working on. And another thing, which is a teaser at the end, uh, we have a couple sabbaticals coming up, but we'll touch on those uh, later. So he'll provide a little bit of uh, coverage there too. But um, yeah, and so we're very excited about that. And um, uh, it's great to have him on board. And also... We have a new title for one of our uh, staff members. Yes. Uh, it's not just the Reverend uh, Tally Hairston, it's, uh, it's Reverend Dr. Tally Hairston. And so we're, uh, we're super excited for Tally. Um, he completed his PhD uh, defense in, get this, in Columbia uh, via Zoom. And, uh, and so we're, uh, we know he's been working hard on the uh, dissertation and we're just uh, super excited for him and uh, proud of him for uh, accomplishing that huge uh, uh, feat. Absolutely. There was much celebrating, let me assure you, uh, for those of us that were in Columbia with him when he was able to do that. So very happy and proud for, for our brother and colleague, uh, Tally. Um, in the meantime, we are also working with several congregations that are, um, have embarked on their pastoral transitions. Uh, we always welcome your prayers for those congregations, for their sessions, for their PNCs as a search. Yep. Um, uh, so I'll just name them. It's Japanese Presbyterian Church, uh, Newport Presbyterian Church, Trinity Presbyterian Church, and Sammamish. They're all at different stages of the search process, um, but we know that, um, you know, it's it's an exciting and sometimes fearful time because it, it involves change and, and, um, and all that that um, entails, but we're excited to see where uh, God's spirit is leading these congregations yeah. and, and what comes next. Those uh, PNCs will be busy this summer, I'm sure. They will be busy, yes. <laughs> <laughs> In the meantime, we um, also want to be able to recognize minister members in our presbytery who um, took retirement in 2021 and um, so far here in 2022. Um, and so we, we give thanks for these pastors for Reverend Mark Snelling and Reverend Jan Dittmar, Reverend Sherry Edwards Dalton, Reverend Tim Snow, and the Reverend Dr. Heidi Houston Armstrong. Wow. Faithful servants. Uh, we are so grateful for their service um, and their leadership in Seattle Presbytery. 
um, and just a little bit jealous of uh, their retirement adventures that they are all embarking on and, and uh, hopefully enjoying um, all the, the, the good stuff that they have sown. Um, they deserve all this, all this stuff. So anyway, we're really happy to to uh, celebrate them and their ministries. Yeah, having worked very closely with uh, Heidi around Seattle First uh, stuff, it's very interesting now to give her a call and uh, and try to line up an appointment or some kind of Zoom and and compete with her uh, boating schedule. So um, anyway, I'm glad. <laughs> Priorities have changed. I, that's right. That's right. Well, good for her. Yes, delighted and for all all those who uh, retired this year. Yes, yeah. absolutely. We also, I know that you wanted to um, chat a little bit about um, something coming before the Presbytery uh, at sure. the meeting regarding Union Church. Yeah, so I mean, uh, there'll be a video on the website and there will also be a, um, some written material. Um, but the big, and they're gonna be, uh, I think James B and Renee will be, uh, you and I will interview uh, them uh, very briefly. Uh, right. in the meeting about the uh, redevelopment of their property. Now, I think the thing that uh, we need to keep in mind is that um, uh, it was always the plan many years ago when uh, they were in South Lake Union and had an opportunity to buy, purchase that property, um, that it was always a plan to redevelop the property um, and to kind of take advantage of the big redevelopment boom in South Lake Union in order to secure a long-term, uh, um, uh, you know, place in uh, for their ministry in South Lake Union. And so this is a really big deal that they're going to be embarking. Their congregation voted, uh, I think, about three or four months ago, uh, maybe longer, uh, to ask the presbytery uh, for its permission to redevelop its property, sell its property and redevelopment. And uh, the plan uh, is to uh, sell to a developer and then buy back a condominium interest in the property. Um, usually on a development of that size, you can buy uh, essentially the first floor of of the redevelopment because there are always there's always some kind of retail uh, or business there, the business would be essentially uh, the union, and uh, and the cafe, and the venue. And so uh, very excited about that. It's a very big undertaking. They've got a great uh, team that's working on it. Mm -hmm. um, our presbytery attorneys have been engaged on that. The same ones that were working with us on Seattle first. And they have a real estate team that's been working with them. So they're very well supported. Also, a couple of the people on the Seattle First um, AC that have been responsible for overseeing the sale of Seattle First also did consult with um, the union team. So um, it's a really big deal. Uh, the Presbytery did uh, essentially loan them a couple million dollars uh, as they started to work on this plan. And now we're coming to about the five-year mark on that loan. And so hopefully, uh, if this can be redeveloped in um, a couple, three years, uh, we're, we're on track um, for the payback of that loan um, and uh, at no interest. And, um, and, and Union having a uh, new space, hopefully larger. We don't know quite how all the... Um, numbers will work out. Um, 
a new space uh, for their ministry and mission there. And, um, and hopefully uh, the plan is that it will be debt-free and that they will have secured uh, essentially their, their future down there in South Lake Union. So very excited about that. I'm really looking forward to um, hearing more at the Presbytery meeting from uh, James B. and Renee um, Notkin. There have been some really solid conversations, um, both um, among the union leadership as well as with uh, the executive board, uh, relevant questions being asked, the impact to the community, yeah. and um, the sort of conversations that we um, get excited about and are looking forward to engaging with, not just with the union, but with all of our churches about their impact in their community. So um, looking forward to that. Yeah, and probably should. I, we'll touch on this, I'm sure, in the meeting, and it'll be in the papers as well. But um, the, a question that, that we'll get asked is, why, why not develop uh, for affordable housing. And I just want to say very clearly that uh, we looked at this, they looked at this very hard, and the, it just doesn't work out. It, they either can be there in that space or, uh, or not. And what we need to do is we need to take a look at the presbytery properties around affordable housing, because um, I think we have way more opportunity there. And I think the, uh, the development for union is really to be uh, a congregation there. Um, so that's but we'll talk about that a little bit more at the meeting. Um, the other thing that uh, we have um, coming up um, that um, I know you're very excited about, Scott, is our denominations general assembly. Yes, we sure do, and we're both uh, very involved. Um, and so, but why don't I turn the tables just a little bit? And you are you are actually going to be there very shortly. I am. Tell this us a is, little bit about this. <laughs> yes. Um, so for those that have either participated or been aware of past general assemblies, um, you'll know kind of a little bit about what that format has been historically. Last uh, general assembly, we were in the middle of the COVID pandemic. And so everything was done virtually. And I would say about 90% of the business before the denomination um, was tabled. Um, and pushed mm. to this General Assembly. So now we're going into this General Assembly, the 225th, which will take place uh, partially in Louisville, Kentucky, in the Presbyterian Center. And rather than it being a six-day event, it's actually going to take place over three weeks. Wow. Yes. Wow is a good word. Um, so the first two weeks will be all the committee work and those committees are gonna be staggered uh, in order to observe the recommended COVID protocols. We can't have a certain, we can only have a certain number of people in the center. Everyone will be masked up, socially distanced, um, and uh, oh gosh, no eating together or any of those other social wow. Um, experiences wow. that we always talk about General Assembly being kind of a family re reunion. Uh, that's been nixed. Um, so we're really there in person to discern and make decisions um, and recommendations to the plenary, which the plenary will happen in the third week, and that will all be online. Um, so um, our commissioners, for example, here from Seattle, will be getting together with them uh, for the plenary week and uh, participating together from our computers. So it's gonna be a little bit different. Um, the format is gonna be um, a little bit more challenging 
and we're going to need to both be flexible and uh, maintain high stamina. Yeah, and uh, you're going to be there as a representative of the uh, Committee on General Assembly, and uh, you're going to be serving those committees. So um, blessings to you on that. That's uh, Thank you. Yeah, should, yeah, should be interesting. We have a couple of um, really interesting pieces of business that are going to be coming to the Assembly, one of which you've been very intimately involved with. Um, on your, I know you're on the, you've been a member of the special committee on uh, financial sustainability and per capita, and you're bringing a pretty heavy recommendation. Well, you know, it is, it is. And um, I, yeah, I've I've served on that committee now for four years. We thought it would be two, but of course, because the, uh, uh, the, our motion was tabled uh, like uh, so many others or postponed. So the we've got two uh, major kind of motions that our committee's bringing, and and we spent a good amount of time looking at the uh, the finances of the denomination and its structure and its kind of fundraising uh, uh, through per capita uh, process. The first motion is to unify the Office of General Assembly and uh, the Presbyterian Mission Agency, which is no small uh, recommendation. And uh, it's gotten a lot of attention, but the reasons for that, um, I was, uh, uh, I helped uh, draft the, the motion, was because when we looked at the, <clears throat> the funds available to the national church, for its ministry, they seemed very sufficient. Eighty million dollars for the uh, for the mission of our national church seems sufficient. It seems generous. The problem is that there is such a bifurcation between the Office of General Assembly and the Presbyterian Mission Agency, and because there is, let's just say it almost no collaboration between the two organizations. It seemed unfair to us when we looked, took a hard look at this that PMA would receive most of the funds and OGA would be limited to per capita. That just seemed on the face of it to be um, un, unfair. Also, when we looked at it, at we, with that question in mind, we were like, uh, wait a second, <laughs> there's really only one mission, <laughs> the national church. And that's to serve the councils of the church and and the larger, you know, mission as as um, the assembly sees it. We know that uh, many of the funds from the Presbyterian Foundation um, are restricted and go to specific purposes, but that doesn't mean that PMA needs to control all of those purposes. And OGA and PMA should be working together. And you know, sadly to say, they're not. And I don't want to sugarcoat that. Um, and so we think that it would be best when you look at the sustainability of our national church and its mission that the two organizations um, be unified into one. And that would force the conversations that uh, many commissions like yours uh, that you served on uh, uh, some years ago and other uh, committees that have reviewed this process have all recommended, but it hasn't happened. And so that'll be before the General Assembly. So that's one big um, item that will be coming before uh, General Assembly. And we expect there are going to be several other items and especially commissioner resolutions around gun violence and reproductive rights. 
Um, so we expect it to be a very, very, very full yeah. uh, two weeks of committee work and then the one week in plenary. So that means I'll be out of the office for a couple of weeks. Uh, thank we'll you do for our best. down the floor. Yes, I know you You will excel far beyond my wildest dreams. Um, and then you've got some plans, I believe. Well, I do. Um, uh, it, when, uh, you know, COVID uh, put us all in a certain mode and all of a sudden we had a little bit of time, even you and I kind of looked at schedules and we realized, well, wait a second, we're, we're close to... <laughs> We're close to sabbaticals for both of us. How did that happen? So um, uh, it'll be uh, basically this summer is my sabbatical summer. So I am going to, uh, I've got some plans. I'm going to do some hiking uh, with my son, Corin, And uh, we're probably going to hike the entire Oregon PCT, about 400 miles. Um, we'll see how that goes. Um, uh, but I'm excited about that. That should take us about four weeks. And then I'll have a little bit of time in between to do some things around here in Seattle. Uh, hopefully the sun will come out. And, uh, <laughs> and then I had planned to go to Yellowstone uh, to do some fishing there with some friends. Um, but looking at the latest reports, uh, looks like we need a plan B, but we'll, we'll come up with a plan B. But um, basically hit a, I'll do a road trip with some friends uh, for two to three weeks and do some fishing and and hiking and stuff like that. So very much looking forward to it and and uh, it'll be a good break. Well earned, well deserved. I'm oh, looking thanks. forward to you coming back refreshed and energized by the time away. Well, and you have one coming up next summer. So we've talked about this. And so I'm, I'm hoping that you're working on your travel plans because I know it's not an actual break unless you get out of the country. So absolutely. So I will, I, I will have the, the space to think about that after General Assembly, which has pretty much become my mantra now for everything. Yeah, after fair enough. Assembly. <laughs> well, I think that kind of touches on all the major points um, that we wanted to share with folks. Um, as always, uh, we love to hear from you. Any questions or comments? Um, you know, this Presbytery is just doing some really exciting uh, work. You'll hear a lot about it at the at the uh, General Assembly through various reports and updates. And, um, and we're just really uh, proud of the congregations, um, of how our congregations have really um, maintained their, their um, gosh, their mission and focus. Yeah on serving their communities, uh, both yeah. inside their four walls and outside. And uh, we pray that they continue to feel strengthened and inspired to continue to do so. Yeah, amen. I mean, we are, we are all a little tired. I mean, we have to acknowledge that, but the creativity and the, um, the way people have hung in there together and, and been uh, and have adapted and, and uh, done new things and responded in new ways uh, to the needs in their community and during this time has been really amazing. Absolutely. The spirit is relentless <laughs> and uh, it seems that our leaders and churches are as well. So we give God thanks for that. Yeah. All right, that's it. So I'll see you at the Presbytery meeting. See you there. <laughs>